and we is are are live v welcome to the heart and hope medicines podcast y'all know what to do what's up people tap in tap in tap in tap in uh tap in tap in like comment share all that like comment share all that you already know what time it is i already know what time it is we about to share this pod to y'all but come aboard come aboard sorry for the um the lateness that's all me that's on me baby <laughs> well it ain't really on me but it's on me you know it's on this tech this tech <laughs> anybody who uh, you know deal with the technology know what's up hey and when you come in let us know you in here comment all that we want to have a conversation with you today man Yep, we're going to give y'all a little bit of time to tap in with us. Let me let the group me know that we on. Because I said. Today was a. 26 was a difficult one. Another difficult one. Yeah, man, you give up. I don't I ain't giving up nothing, bro. This junk it's it's gonna get easier as the numbers get higher, bro. I'm telling you. What? Last week I, I flubbed I flubbed because I didn't think baseball. Bro, you're not about to name no baseball. Barry Bonds, everybody know who Barry Bonds is, bro. 25. You sir. Oh my goodness, you one of those, bro. Hey, nah, Barry Bonds straight, but he did juice though. Barry, Va- Barry Barnes, Mark McGuire. You don't know who Mark McGuire is, man. Oh, you name all people that use steroids. Mark McGuire. Uh, <laughs> what you on? All people that use steroids. Man, they ain't no juice. Stop hating. Stop hating no, they, man, are, man. they all got busted. All right. Anyway, 26 is today. They all got busted for the juice. <laughs> 26 is today. So today we got this one kind of light. We could have went, we could have went uh, Charles Woodson, but a lot of people don't know who Charles Woodson is. So now we got to go to Saquon Barkley, who is the second best, second most popular number 26 that I can find. Saquon. Saquon okay. is a good Saquon is solid. Yeah, Saquon is a solid. Though. I'm improving. We ain't going to talk about that on this pod today, man. We're going to have to start a sports segment so I can, uh, Debunk all your your statements. We gonna debunk all your picks. Nah, you can't do that. All my all my uh all my picks got blue checks, hey, boy. Hey, bro. <laughs> what happened was when you start doing when you did the the movie reference. What movie reference? Oh, with Quincy. Yeah, that's it started going downhill from there. That's yeah. cat because twenty three and twenty four was like on point. You right, but you tried to ditch Brian. I didn't try to diss Brian. You did. But we just know he's not the greatest 23 ever. He's number six right now. But you didn't even mention him. Because it's a no-brainer, bro. 
Like, we know. Come on, man. Hey, Brian about, about to be the number one scoring um, player. The ever. number one scoring player ever. Highest scoring player. played 10 years. He don't ma- no, he didn't. 10 years at his, at his best, he played 10 Don't years. do that. How many years did he play? Like 13. Right. Then why are you lying? Bro. If he would have played them extra, what was it, two or three years that he's he decided he want to set out, he'd have passed Kareem easy. But I still like Kobe. I still I'm still taking Kobe. What up, dude? We gonna be getting started in about ten minutes. Ten, ten minutes. minutes. Ten seconds. Yeah, ten seconds. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping. But Boy, yeah. all discombobulated today, man. All discombobulated. You know, this this technology, you know, getting on my nerve today. What up, Queed All? All right. And we are live. Let's get to it. Leave it. Let's go. All right. So topic. Um die daily. Um strong topic. Uh, when I say die daily, what do you think of Dejan? Um, the first word that comes to my mind is consistency. Um, just being consistent about um, growth and development. Because when you're thinking about dying daily, that is a constant state of um, self-evaluation. So always putting yourself in position to grow by being someone who evaluates themselves. And not just evaluating yourself, the, yourself from your own standards, but evaluating yourself from the standards of the word of God and not just what Dejan thinks or what Brandon thinks, but what the word of God says about you and how you should conduct yourself and how you should live. So consistency, man. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just how you say consistency. Uh, discipline is something that goes right along with it but just mm-hmm. being disciplined to to dying to dying to yourself to not doing what your flesh want to do yeah but living for god and that is something that we have to learn how to do because we've been unsaved longer than we were ever uh saved yeah majority of us for sure majority of us for sure for sure so we Got an uh custom with living for this flesh. Mm-hmm. Now we told to live in the spirit and to die to this flesh. So we be having to learn every day, every day, every day. What up, y'all? And that's a, I think that's the most At important end, thing. Make sure y'all get on share. That's the most important thing is like we uh. We, we live a life, we've lived a life majority of our, just say for instance, you, you're you 25 now and you got saved when you were 18. For 18 years, you've lived according to what your flesh, like you said, what your flesh wanted to do or what your fleshly desires were. But now you're 25 and you, you're trying to change your life. And it's like, okay, you're told to live by the spirit and live according to the spirit and not by according to the flesh. But a lot of a lot of the reason why people get tripped up is because they feel like, okay, I'm doing it alone. 
number one, you're, you're never doing it alone because your instruction is always coming via the word of God. Like you try to change. OK, I can do this. I can change. Um, I can be disciplined on my own. I can sit in a room with people who smoke weed, even though I just got done saying that I don't want to smoke weed anymore. Like it's it's a constant. The word will let you know to not even put yourself in those type of situations. So just right. recognizing that um, when, even when you don't know how to do something, the word is automatically going to have or the, the word will always have the answer that you're looking for. You just have to be willing to dive in and, and receive it. So, yeah, yeah. Like you said, we always got help. We always got help to die. We always got <laughs> help to die. The Lord is helping us. Man, the Lord is helping us. He, he's so good. So good. We got to get to these scripts, man. We got to get to these scripts, you know. Um, I can read the whole whole uh, Romans 8 for real, for real. But I ain't going to do that. <laughs> we ain't doing that today. But I'm definitely going to bring. All right. Let's go Romans 8, 5. Um, or do I want to Oh, yeah, let's go. For those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit have their mind set on the things of the spirit. I'm keep going. Now, the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset of the spirit is life and peace. The mindset of the flesh is hostile to God because it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it is unable to do so. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you. Uh, this, and indeed, let me see where I got that. Indeed, if the spirit of God lives in you, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Now, if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also bring your mortal bodies to life through his spirit who lives in you. Twelve. Now this 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 that strong joint number twelve right there. <laughs> so then, brothers and sisters, we are not obligated to the flesh to live according to the flesh, because if you live according to the flesh, you are going to die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Come on, speak on it. Speak on it. So that right there, man. I, when I was reading this, <coughs> conviction. <laughs> conviction. I said, Lord, help me. He said, if you live according to your flesh, you're going to die. That's what the words say. I'm not. This is what the words say. The words say, if you live according to your flesh. You will die. Yeah. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So we literally have to put this flesh in check. It said another one that was good. It said the flesh was hostile to God because it does yeah. not submit to God's law. So this is for everyone, depending on the law, this right here is hostile to God. It does not. Our flesh does not submit to God's law. That's what the words say. So you cannot depend on the law because our flesh can't do it. That's what the words say. 
Indeed, it is unable to do so. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You cannot please God if you're in the flesh. You need the Holy Spirit, plain and simple. You need the Holy Spirit. You need to get saved and you need the Holy Spirit. We got to die to this flesh and live in the spirit. And I know this don't sound all pleasing, but this real. This real. This real, man. Man, what you got to say, Day? It's, it says, so then, brothers and sisters, we are not obligated to the flesh to live according to the flesh. Because if you live according to the flesh, you are going to die. But if by the spirit you you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So it's not even just talking. It's not talking about not just talking about necessarily what's the physical from the from a physical perspective. It's it's again like everything else in the in the word is pointing to. It's pointing to eternal things. So yes, sir. when you live according to what your flesh wants you to do, you setting yourself up for a death unlike any other. Yeah, yeah you're gonna die this physical death. But that what's going to happen to you in death is going to be worse than anything that you could ever imagine could go on here. Even if you got ran over by a bus and backed over by a bus 10 times consecutively, it still will not equate to what you're going to go through when you die and you did not live according to the spirit of God. So it's just about this. This whole this thing as a whole is about making sure that you are spirit led and. How are you? How do you become? How do you live a spirit led life by one submitting yourself to the guidance of Holy Spirit, and by two by reading the Word of God? The Word is spirit. The Word is alive. The Word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword. So that's what we need to. The two two of the main things that we needed to submit ourselves to is the Holy Spirit and the Word, of, and the Word of God, because that's how you 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 begin to create a life where. You live completely by the spirit and not by your flesh because the flesh is wicked. It'll have you out here doing some crazy stuff. I'm a witness. So just yeah, just, I'm a witness just, too. Just making sure that you you live according to the word and like Pastor always tell us to study according to the need. If I'm feeling if I'm feeling uh a little thirst trap is today, go figure out what the word says about lust and That's perversion. Go figure it out. That's a because fact. That's the way that you you find the answers. That's the way that you put yourself in position, even after you find the answers, to help somebody else find the answers. Because at the end of the day, everybody might not be as diligent as you in searching out the answers. Sometimes people do need to be spoon fed the answers in order to kind of build up a rhythm of doing things the right way, as some of us were as at one point. So, study according to the need. Like if you feel yourself, if you feel your flesh rising up. What does the word say about that rise, that rising that you're feeling? What does the word say? That's that's the one thing that you can truly rely on. What does the word say? So. Yeah. Even even as you um when you had said basically that it was just deeper than a, a physical death. Like, yes, of course, there is a physical death, but that's not the initial death. Um, so in Genesis, um uh two seventeen. Uh, when uh, God was talking to Adam, he said, but you not, must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For on that day you eat from it, you will certainly die. Yeah. So in that, he didn't die right away. Like he's, 
he died in the spear. Like there was a separation. And that was mm-hmm. that's what he was talking about. That death of the separation um from the spirit of God. And but he was also talking about dying, like internally, like dying. So it was two twofold. So yeah. in that, when we choose to um please our flesh, our spirit begins to die. Like <clears throat> It's whatever you feed the most begins to grow. Yeah. Whatever you whatever you practice the most, whatever you train the most begins to begins to work the most. Right. You know? But you have to think about it. Like we have trained totally opposite our whole life. Mm-hmm. Now we're told to train this way. Where we're not training based off what we want to do but now the training is based off what god said so now it's a total total mindset switch so now what was common what 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 was common to us can no longer be common what was natural to us can no longer be natural because Mm -hmm. it's in that just because it's natural to you just because it's natural to your body does not mean that it's right yeah because your flesh will lead you astray your flesh will tell you stuff that just are not true. Your flesh thing, will get you trapped. The thing about it is it's not even the natural order of things. Like, that's not the natural. Like, what the flesh wants us to do is not the natural. That's not what God said in place in the beginning. And a part of our li- living our lives, the way that we do is to recommit ourselves to God's original intent for us which is to walk with him yeah to to pledge our lives to him and in submission and obedience so it's not the flesh wants us to do things that are un, that are um by God's standards unnatural to us yeah like but the pro, the, the the purpose of the word is to reestablish the natural order of things in our lives to reestablish that connection that we should have with the father. Like that's what, that's what a part of the words duty is, is to reestablish what the connection that we should have with the father. Like what we, what we, what we read about in Genesis with Adam and Eve, how they walked with him daily and, and all that good stuff. That's the type of life that we should strive to strive to li- strive to live. But so often we decide that and it's because we we're choosing not to die daily so often we we decide that we want to live the life that satan manipulated us into to into having to live which is one where we just trying everything just because we think it will benefit us in some way because we've been manipulated into believing so when in reality it ain't gonna do nothing but get you closer to the death that he wants you to experience along with him so we just got to be mindful of that, like establishing in our heads that what our flesh wants to do is not the natural order of things. It's something that we were manipulated into having to live. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. That is a fact. We were manipulated to do things that were not pleasing to God. So we have to be mindful of, of this just because we got saved, just because we got born born again, our spirits got born again. These bodies are still dying. 
these bodies are still dying. This this body get older and older every day. Yeah. Our spirits are living and alive, but our body is dying and our body yeah. is going to the ground. Mm-hmm. So we have to be mindful of that. Uh, we have to be mindful um, because if we live by this flesh, we are hostile to God. Mm-hmm. We are God's enemy. We, we are literally God's enemy. Yeah, you know we are walking in rebellion. Friends you know, so we have to be enmity against God. We have to be mindful of that. We have to be mindful of that. You know, I was taking this in like, all right, yep, time to get right because we <laughs> can't play with it. Like yeah. we really can't play with this flesh. Like we really can't. We can't play with it. Yeah. You know, it literally say mortify the deeds of the flesh daily. Yeah. Like. When God talks about the flesh, He used some strong terms. Like, right. do y'all like do y'all be reading this? He used some strong terms. Mortify, yeah. kill. He said, kill it right. daily. Like that joint gonna rise up daily. So you literally have to kill it. Mm-hmm. You literally have to kill it because the flesh can is something that is a tool for our adversary, the the devil. But when you and, it, and when I hear the, the things mortified, the scripture mortified the deeds of the flesh daily. Um, let's not be so. Let's not try to make it such a deep concept because it's not like there are deep things as it relates to that concept. But it's not just like. It's just everything about it is not deep. Let's think of on a from a natural perspective the deeds of the flesh that cause you to want to eat when you get emotional, that cause you to want to buy everything, spend your whole paycheck at the mall or whatever. Like it, it's things like that, that could contribute to a spiritually unhealthy life. It's not just, okay, I'm out here just having sex or I'm out here listening to the wrong music. It's, it's smaller things like, what we eat, what we watch, what we even the things that we say, that's a part of the deeds of the flesh. It's not always the super deep things that people try to think up and make themselves seem like great or super smart. Like it's the small things, it's the small foxes that spoil the vine. And we have to be mindful of that because and one thing that I always say is I the way that I, I look at that scripture is when the word says there's the small foxes that spoil the vine is that small foxes have to grow up they don't just stay the same stay the same size but they grow up because you're feeding it you're allowing them to eat in your life and really in reality you should have shooed them out of the garden of your heart a long time ago but you have to be mindful of shooing the foxes out of your heart getting them out of there now how do we do that we die daily we die daily the foxes don't die because we don't even recognize that they're in the garden eating up all our our all our stuff, killing our livestock, killing our chickens, eating our vegetation. And and when I say killing our chickens, eating our vegetation, I'm referring to the word that you've placed in your heart. Because you think about the fallow ground, the stony ground, and and that scripture in the parable that Jesus gave, and went in the portion where it says, and the birds came and snatched the the seeds up. And that's what it makes me think about because when you think about the nature of a fox, foxes are only there to pillage the things that you've already planted. 
So stop allowing the foxes to pillage what you've planted in your heart already, because that's how you end up not dying daily or giving into fleshly desires or giving into old habits because you've allowed those foxes to to maintain and to remain in your life. Yes. All right. Let me get uh, um, some more scripture. Let's go Galatians five nineteen because is 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 vague to say. Um, it's it, it it's deeper than that. Like it literally, so it can say, okay, what are these desires? What are these bad desires? You know, mm-hmm. like okay, it says die daily, but what do I have to die to? Right. So to to help, we have to show what what we have to die to, because the word is <laughs> it, it shows you what what steps. Like all right, this is this is not of me, you know. So. In this Galatians five nineteen says, uh, so we got to know the works of the flesh. What what is the works of the flesh? Mm-hmm. It says now the works of the flesh are obvious. Paul Paul said they obvious. Like <laughs> <laughs> he said y'all should know they obvious, right? right? He said sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, adultery, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissension, um factions envy drunkenness uh carousing and anything similar i'm warning you about these things as i warned you before that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of god and then okay so he he made it blunt right right there now he gonna give you the the, the fruits of the spirit the fruits, but the fruits of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control the law is not against such such things now those who belong to christ jesus have crucified the flesh what is the passion and desires if we live by the spirit let us also keep the step with the spirit let us not become conceited provoking one another to envying one another so in that it's a lot in that so he like Paul said they obvious, and he literally. I, I I could see myself through this. If if I be honest, I could see myself through this. <laughs> can you yeah. see yourself through this, man? I, I can. I, I like ask yourself, can you see yourself through through these? Because this is a work of the flesh, and anybody, and anybody that says, it's funny because when. <laughs> When God was giving me this, I was reminded of how God told them. He said, if you're without sin, throw the first stone. And they all was like, yeah, I can't throw the stone. Because we all are guilty. We all are guilty. We are guilty of this. Yeah, We all have this, these flesh desires. These evil desires in our flesh. We all have them. Nobody is free from them. We ain't free until we go to heaven. Like, we right. ain't free from this war in our members until we go to heaven. Right. So, but but how beautiful is God, though? How beautiful is God? God. Jesus. Jesus came and died so that we may have holy spirit. 
Right. He died so we may be reconciled to the Father. But not only was did he just do that, he gave us the Holy Spirit. He said, yeah. if I don't leave, the comforter don't come. So right. it made our life way much easier. Because I'm probably, I'd be in hell without the Holy Spirit. I'd be in hell. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. Without the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I'm being real. Like, it just, like, like, it's just, man, it's it's not only that. Like, he, of course, he left us the Holy Spirit. And um, he made the ultimate sacrifice. But to me, one of the biggest things that I can see in this instance is he taught us how to die. Facts. Um, because <laughs> you think about when Satan was tempting him in the wilderness and he was like, if you jump jump from here and then have the angels come and, and come and rescue you. And then if you if you basically if you bend the knee, I'll give you all of this that you see, whatever, yada yada yada. And he denied it all, but then he goes to the cross. Yeah. Before he gets to the cross, he receives the lashes. Um he could have he could have called down legions of angels to destroy everybody who gave him a lash and then he receives the crown of thorns could have killed them jokers he didn't do it and he's walking he's getting spit on and he's carrying the cross and then he gets to Golgotha Hill and he's hanging up on the cross and he gets pierced in the side. Like it's just so many instances where he could have had one of those outbursts of anger or Man, what anything, bro. Like it just makes me think of it. Like how, how much he submitted himself to the cause. Yeah. He submitted himself to the cause. And that, that is something that is super important. Like, bro, we have to submit ourselves to the cause. Like me as a person who I know, who I, I hear from God when I can see people in public and they acting out and I can see what spirit they act operating out of instead of just going up to them and be like this spirit, that spirit and, and trying to call them out and watching them have a little outburst. I still have to approach in meekness. I still have to approach in grace. And that's a part of dying to our flesh on a daily basis because on one hand, you want to be like, man, I could see everything you you operating out of, and I'm about to just call you out on all of it. But on the other hand, it's like, no, this person is not even in the right headspace to receive anything that I would say as it relates to what spirits they are operating out of or what they battling with. So, and that's a part of it, like understanding. That's a part of dying to yourself because your initial reaction is going. You want to retaliate. But you can't retaliate. You have to operate. What would we used to wear these armbands when I was a kid? It said WWJD. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do in that situation? Yeah. Would he make them feel worse than they already feel, or would he? Will he wait for the opportune time and address them, or address them in a manner that is not combative to them? So that's a part of dying daily. Like Jesus really showed us how to die. He showed what well, he showed me how to die. I don't know how other people look at it, but he showed he showed me how to die. Like. And not necessarily use what I have to inflict pain, but use the death 
to show people that there's a better way. So, because yeah. that's a part of it. Like, you'll have people around who will say, dang, they just chewed you out. And you know you could have did something about it. But seeing those same people say, dang, they just chewed you out, but you didn't say nothing or ret- retaliate in a bad way. That's what your death does for people. Your death is not just for you, it's for those mm-hmm. around you. So when you when you begin to submit yourself to the death on a on a daily basis, that's how other people are drawn because they see that through your death and they don't even know necessarily that they don't know how you feel. They know what they would have done, but they don't know what you would have done. They what you would have done could have been ten times worse than what they would have done. Yeah. They'll never know because you've decided this is how I'm gonna respond. But that's a part of being led by the spirit and dying to your flesh daily. So Yeah. And um, even this, I'm gonna give y'all this, um, because eight starts, and this is really important for us to know. Um, Romans eight, um, eight one. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So, when this word is given, we can't receive it with condemnation. When we go through our battles, our challenges. We have to know that there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Like we're not being condemned. The Lord knows yeah. our struggle. The Lord and the Lord wants to help us. So we have to realize that. Um, it says, because the law of the spirit, life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. So the law of sin and death for what the law could not do since it was weakened by the flesh. God did Come, like what? Like God did it. It says, man, for what the law could not do since it was weakened by the flesh, God did. He condemned sin in the flesh by sending his own in the likeness of a sinful flesh as a sin offering. So he condemned sin in the flesh. That's why the flesh still has to die. Yeah. And we live by the spirit because it's condemned in the flesh. That's why we live on. It's the flesh stay here. It's already condemned. It already has judgment. But we yeah. move on. That's why we have to walk in the spirit because that's the only thing living. This is dying. Our flesh is dying. That's the only thing mm-hmm. living. So in this, in this, I don't, everybody has a, a individual battle. Everybody has an individual battle. And um, your battle, the, the enemy has been trying to, get you to stay in this in in that place for a very long time Mm -hmm. and god comes and he begins to break them chains off and he's trying to allow for you to be free yeah but we we have to fight it's a fight it's a fight so for me i don't know what everybody else battle with but my battle would be lust and perversion that would be my battle right so that that's my battle because before here before I got saved, I was tripping. You feel me? Like I was tripping. Porn, uh, girls, everything. Just just wide open. Just wide open. You know, so now <clears throat> the challenge is now I'm a married man and I have to n- not do those things. Live for one lady. Live for God. Present my body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to God. So it's it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing where I have to stay in prayer. I have even 
when it comes to you gotta fast. Cause this flesh, you gotta fast. This flesh be tripping, you got to. You gotta pray, you gotta read your word, you gotta make no provision for the flesh. That that is a big make no provision for this flesh. No provision at all. No provision at all. That means if you going if you on YouTube, make sure you nah. Or you on Instagram, nah, you gotta delete stuff. You gotta delete people. We gotta be honest. You gotta delete people. Um, you have to not have certain conversations. You have yeah. to close your ears to certain things. You have to get out of certain spaces. You have to literally be built up. Where where you're weak at, that's where God wants to build you up. For instance. I used to smoke a lot, a lot. This is before everybody knew me, you know. Only certain other people know what I was doing. You feel me? So God took that desire away by basically taking me away from the environment and building me up. So now I can be near it, even though I don't want to, because it give me a headache, but I can be near it and it will not draw me in. Yeah. I cannot be enticed by it. Like it, it I, I have developed muscles against that. Mm-hmm. So now you move on. What's next? Because there's something else. What's next? Right. Oh, now you got to tackle this. What's next? Mm-hmm. You know, because God is trying to develop us for every good work. He's yeah. training us up for every good work. He wants us to do every good work, to be equipped to do every good work. So. We have to use the tools that's necessary. We got to be honest. We got to be honest. And I'm learning that. We got to be honest. We got to be honest. God already know the deal. If you continue to lie, then you just ensnare yourself. Yeah. And it's, we know confession is hard. Confession is very hard. Like it. Cause now, once you confess, it's like okay. Now it's you coming into the realization that it's really a reality. It's not like you haven't been living it for all this time, but it's like, dang, I really was tripping. Like I really was out here doing whatever, and that's why the enemy tries to. That's why he does try to condemn you so he can shut your mouth. But when you confess something, now you're putting yourself in position to overcome it. Yeah, because you're like, okay, God, I'm struggling with this. Now you're struggling with this and you're praying about it. Now you have something to something for the angels to carry to heaven. Like it's you're not even like when you're not praying, when you're not speaking the word, you're not putting it, you're not even you're not charging your angels with anything. But yeah. now you've given them charge. Now you've you've given them something to loose on earth and be loosed in heaven. Like you get what I'm saying? Like it's you're not giving them. You're not giving them anything to do. They just stand in their idle because you haven't confessed anything. But when yeah. you give them something to do, now something can be loosed. Now something can be bound. Like it's just you're not taking advantage of the authority that God has given us. Yeah. So you have to confess. It's hard. Yeah. It's difficult. It's even embarrassing at times because yeah. <laughs> I can remember the times and stuff that I did, and I go to God in prayer and I feel embarrassed for myself. Like even though I'm in prayer, you still feel that human emotion of embarrassment or shame is a yeah. better way to put it yeah shame but that's nothing but a trick of the enemy to keep you bound to keep you in your nonsense 
So get rid of shame. Get rid of shame. Let that be one of the first things that you do is being ashamed of where you've come from and what you what you've been through. Yeah. Come by the blood of the lamb and a word of our testimony. Facts. You have to speak. You have to speak. That is the basis of our faith is speaking and confession. So yeah. speak, confess, yeah. bind, loose. Like that's how you get it done. You can't just constantly be like, okay, I did this, but I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna confess it because you'll still remain in the same things. Like in your mind, you'd be like, man, I ain't gonna say nothing, but I can do this. I can overcome. Yeah, that's great. But you gotta confess it to the Lord because again, going back to the foxes, you allowing them to still prowl around, prowl around, prowl around and just rest and lie and wait until the opportune moment when they can strike and attack. Because one thing is is for certain that in times where I didn't confess, and I could I could walk around for weeks at a time and feel like, oh, I'm good. But the moment the perfect storm hits, because it will hit, it's gonna hit. Then that same thing that I thought I was good with walking around for them few weeks that I hadn't confessed, that I hadn't bought, that I didn't buy and destroy and cast down in my life, guess what's coming back to try, yeah. come and try to get me? That very thing that I thought I was okay with. No, you got to cast it down. You got to speak against it. And you have to replace. Like, don't just think, okay, I cast it down and I bound it and I, and I, and I bind it. And I bind it. Now I'm I'm cool, and that's the that's the end of the story. No, now what are you replacing it with? Yeah. What are you replacing all that time that you spent uh, using pornography, uh, looking at pornography and masturbating? What are you replacing all that time that you you spent smoking weed with? Yeah, it has to be the word. Yeah, it has to be because when you don't replace it with anything, and then you're trying to look to fill the void because you will fill the void. It's gonna be there. You have to learn how to fill that time up with with the, the things of the spirit, which yeah. is the word, which is prayer, which is studying, which is fasting, which is praying. You have to learn how to replace that the time that you spent doing carnal things with the time with 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 time spent doing spiritual things. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a that's a fact, bro. That's a fact, bro. Even even after you know after deliverance, you know we all we all went through a. Uh, a lot of people went through deliverance um, and we don't have a pod on that. But um, a lot of us went through deliverance and it was to the point where I had so much filth that I didn't even recognize how the state that I was in. And then mm-hmm. it was like once it was removed and then it just, I just like got back on track. Like it was just like a, yeah. a flip, like a flip of a switch. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I just began to to feast on the word for real for real like to the point yeah. where i just be like shoot i'll wake up slide a, you know wake up slide a chapter open to get to read or like every second i walk around you know i still walk around with books and all type of stuff but it was just like basically now you have to feel that void now yeah. you have to feel that you have to feel that you have to like we really have to draw closer to the lord like even mm-hmm. us musicians us people who 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 move in our gifts and things like that, that, you know, we really profits. You really have to be close to the Lord. Intercessors, yeah. you really have to be close to the Lord. You have to be. You have to be. Like, you have to be so close to the Lord because there's so much that the enemy is trying to throw at us. 
Right. You know, and on top of the enemy trying to throw stuff at us, it's also the flesh. So how close you think we got to be to the Lord? Like we really, <laughs> we really have to live in, 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 in community with the father. Like yeah. just how Jesus would go off in the morning and he would go off to spend time with, with the father. We have to do things like that. We have to prioritize God. We have to prioritize yep. God in our lives mm-hmm. because without him, there, we can't do anything. Yeah. It literally said, say, God, Jesus said, I am the vine and you can do nothing. You can't bear anything else. You can't bear mm-hmm. no fruit without being connected to me. Right. There's no good work you can do without Jesus. So mm-hmm. for everyone thinking they're doing good work, you're not. If you're not connected to Jesus, that's not good work. Mm-hmm. It's it's only through Jesus that we have good work, and that's that's what people that's where the misconception of man, this is a good person. Why would he go to hell? Okay, you gave to the poor, cool. You you um you 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 a nice person. You don't you you respect your elders. You do all the from a but this is the problem. It's a man from the from the standard of men. You are a good person. But from God's standard, what do you look like? Man. What do you look like? Thank you. What do you look like? It's like, okay. Man says it's it's wise. God says it's foolish. Foolish. That's what it looked like. You still look crazy. You still look filthy in God's eyes because you have not submitted yourself to his ways. You have not submitted yourself to his wisdom. Like, that's the thing that people have to get in their heads. Like, he was such a good person. I just know he's going to heaven. Or she was such a good person. I just know she was going to heaven. Well, newsflash, if they didn't submit themselves to, to God's ways, I'm I'm not sorry. I'm sad for you. It's sad that somebody else had to perish for lack of submission to the father. But that person is probably going to end up. And hell, like it's just as simple as that. Like, can we stop playing with it? Like, stop yeah. playing and thinking that this is a joke. Like, God yeah. didn't give us this 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 giant Bible, with, <laughs> giant Bible with sixty six books, thirty nine in the old, twenty seven in the new. Just for Come you on. to say I'm a good person. No, wrong. Have you submitted to the Father? Have you confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Because if you didn't. More often than not, in hell you will lift up your eyes, like straight yeah. up. Yeah. And we gotta stop like doing this make believe thing where man's standard is God's standard and it's not. Yeah. It's just as simple as that. And what is God's standard? Die daily. Die daily. Die daily. That is the standard of this life. Like I had a conversation with a dude, and he was like, um, man, when you get saved. That's it. You don't have to do nothing else. And I'm like, bro. That's the gonna... start. That's the literally, that's the start line. Like <laughs> salvation is the is the free part. Everything else is work. You gotta pay. You gotta work for this, man. Like yeah. Jesus didn't teach you nothing else. He taught you that. Like yeah. he like <laughs> what? He had to pay for all of us. Yeah. 
them lashes didn't mean nothing to you. They didn't teach you nothing. Them piercings didn't teach you nothing. The crown of thorns didn't teach you nothing. The nails in his hands didn't teach you anything. And that's the thing. Like, we like, okay, Jesus paid it all for us, but we still have a price to pay to, to remain with him. Yes. There's a yes. price to pay. Yeah, because he, he was our sacrifice, but now it tells us to present our bodies as sacrifice. Exactly. Like that he made you're going to get whipped. He made us a good sacrifice. Like he sacrificed, but he made it to the point where we could sacrifice mm -hmm. and it'd be good to God. Right. Even even if so when we talk about when you had brought up about uh you know, people, man, saying, you know, he was good and everything. The word says, indeed, this is David, Psalms 51.5. Indeed, I was guilty when I was born. He said he was guilty when he was born. I was sinful when my mother conceived me. Yeah. This is from the jump. This is us. Yeah. We're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. We're born in sin. We're born sinning. You don't have to teach a baby bad <laughs> facts they just be tripping like you don't have to teach them bad so that's how you know we're born in sin we're born messed up yeah we born with with our whatever our mama our daddy dna we born with all type of bloodline bull crap yeah and that's why jesus shed his blood mm -hmm. to cover so it all to cover it all that so we so we can have a new bloodline right so we can have pure blood that's why jesus when he came he had to he could not be born regular he because he would be contaminated if he was born through mary he would have been contaminated that blood would have been contaminated like, it meant sin because from from birth we're born in sin therefore we have to turn to jesus and there there is no other religion because this is only the true one there is no <laughs> other religion that tells you jesus came down god came down Put his life on the cross and died for us. And all we have to do is believe. There's no other thing. Everything else tell you work, 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 work. Do this work. Do this work. It's not pleasing. It, 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 it's not pleasing at all. It's a filthy rag. Doo-doo. It's doo-doo. Like it's, it's not good. The way that the way that it becomes good is based off Jesus, based off our relationship with with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we don't we don't work for salvation. We work out of it. We work from it. Right. We work from it, not for it. We work from it. The only way that we can do good things is through him. Mm -hmm. We don't even have the power to do good things. It's only through him, only through him. So we have to realize that that our we have to realize that. Go ahead, bro. 
Yeah. I and, it, and I wanted to bring <laughs> I wanted to bring some clarity. Like when I said that it takes work to remain with him, that's not to say that when you don't do the work, he's gonna shun you. But it's harder when you don't do the work. Absolutely. It's harder when you don't do the work. It's harder when you don't make a conscious effort to snuff out those angry outbursts that Paul spoke of in Galatians. It's harder when you don't do the work to snuff out that 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 pattern of promiscuity out of your yeah. life. Yeah. Because it's going to be constantly a constant temptation. Yeah. Like Paul spoke before about a thorn in your side like Thorn in your side, from my understanding of it, is something that might not never go away. But why add to it? Why add to the things that are pricking at you? Yeah. Because those the thorn in your side is something that is a rare, it's it's a rare occurrence in your life. Yeah. In lives. But the other things you can you can be rid of, you can do away with. Like what if you can do away to, do away with it, why not do it? Mm. Why constantly be in a state of temptation when you don't do the work? That's what it is. You're in a constant state of temptation. Yeah. And you have to. You should. <laughs> because let me just put it that way. You should do the work to get yourself out of that predicament, get yourself out of those out of that position of constant temptation, because a lot of stuff you don't have to be tempted by. Yeah, but because like what Brandon was saying earlier, God had to build the muscle in this area of my life. So why not build the muscle? Well, I think that in your frail state that you can lift this up off you when you really can't. Like mm -hmm. it's foolish to do that because what's gonna happen? Like just imagine you sitting, you under a bench. You ain't build the muscle to lift this two twenty five, but you pick it up and you try to lift it. That mug coming back down on your chest and it's gonna crush you and it's gonna if you can get out the bar. Exactly. It'll <laughs> it'll overwhelm you. It'll overwhelm you. Like, and it's crazy because in the event that you do get it off the bar because of adrenaline or whatever, once you finally do get it to that point, you like when you got that bar and you try to go down and you try to go back up, when you try to go down, that's when reality gonna set in. Yeah. And you're gonna be stuck there. And the only way that you're gonna be able to get that that help is through God anyway. But just imagine God, just imagine Holy Spirit as you lifting and you getting up to that point of you training, you getting up to that point. You you were never alone because Holy Spirit is your spotter the whole time. Yeah. He's always there to help you out and to say, yo, I don't think you got any more reps in you at the moment. Let's go back, let's go get some rest. Okay, let's go back to the drawing board. Let's go get some word in my system. Come get on. some more word in your system. And then get some food. And then you come back and try to live some more. Come on. But when you don't have that spotter there to help you to see things that you can't see, because that is the point of that is one of the functions of the Holy Spirit to be able to do, to guide you in directions and guide you in the things that you can't see that you wouldn't be able to see on your own. Yeah. Because the word says, I will not have you be ignorant of the enemy's devices. Well, how is he making you aware? Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit is making us aware of everything that we need to see, everything that we need to avoid, everything that we need to 
just demolish instantly instead of letting linger on. Holy Spirit is doing it. How do you know what you need to die to? Holy Spirit is revealing constantly. So just admitting yourself to that. Yeah, simple as that, man. Just listen. Just listen, because we all know what what we battle. We all know we got to keep it real. We got to keep it real. It's obvious, like Paul said. It's obvious. Like Paul told, like he said it's obvious. (laughs) <laughs> like that is hilarious to me. The whenever you reading the word, I sometimes just start cracking up because I uh, said it's obvious. Like mm-hmm. y'all don't know this ain't mm-hmm. of God. Like this is sick. Yeah. This is filthy. This is dirty. This is dirty. That's <laughs> dirty. Not of the Lord. That's hostile. God don't yeah. want that. You filthy. You you need to clean up. You need to rely on the fruits of the spirit, love, kindness, yeah. patience, all this other stuff. You know this is this is what you need to to rely on. When you, and, when you hear that, it's like Paul, Paul just like, bro, stop being so stupid. Like, <laughs> straight up. Stop being so stupid. Like, you know what time it is already. Yeah. yeah. You know what time it is. Like, yeah. stop playing. Stop playing like you don't know. You already know what you're struggling with. Yeah. You already know what's in the world. So why are you even tiptoeing around it? Like, bro, punch this, punch this demon in the face. Punch yeah. this devil in the mouth. And let's go. Like, yeah. Get up and, and and run, bro. Like, stop playing. Yeah, you that's know a, what time it is. That's a fact. Because a lot of times we make it harder than what it is. In yeah. our minds, we make it harder than what it is. Like, the enemy will try to get you to think that you can't be free. That you that you don't have help. That somebody not going through the things that you're going through. That, that it literally says, Jesus, Jesus can 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 understand you. Jesus was was tempted, but yet not sin. Yeah. So Jesus understands. Like he understand, and and the problem being tempted is isn't the issue. It's is is where you choose to do it. The response. What you choose to do. What's your response to it? You know. So we. We have to really rely on the Holy Spirit. And we have to really rely on the Holy Spirit. Like we have to submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Yeah. We have to submit to God and resist the devil, resist the evil things. Yeah. Flee from it. Run. Do what you got to do. Like mm-hmm. the reality is this. What do you really want? That's what you have to. What do I want? That's what you have to say. What do I want? And that has to literally scope your thinking. What do I want? At the end of the day, what matters and what don't matter? That's how real we got to be. What matters? What is the most important thing to me? What can I live without? And that thing, which you have to take that to God because it should be a God thing. Like, it shouldn't be no, oh, I can't live without this drink. Like, okay, well. Yeah, okay, well, you're going to be there where you at then since you can't live without it. But I'm talking about family, like your 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 wife, your kids. Like what what can't you live without? Like what what is so strong? What 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 do you have to be like? I have to be this. I have to be there for my for my wife. I have to be there for my kids. I have to be here. I have to be here. I have to be a servant of the Lord. I have to do this. I have to do this. And it's mm-hmm. if we govern our lives through what I have to do, then we gonna die. We're gonna be willing to die. 
Like we're, that's that's when we're going to be willing to die. Yeah. That's when we're going to be like, oh yeah, okay. Well, if I have to do this, then I have to die to this. You have to weigh it. Okay, if I have to be this, if I if I'm God want me to be this man of God, then I can I have to die to this. That can't I can't live with this. I can't be with this. That can't be I can't be oh, they can't say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He you gotta watch him. He be no. I gotta be a, a man of integrity, a man mm-hmm. of good character. We all have, have good character. We all have to have integrity. So we have to really realize, okay, what is important to us? What matters? What matters? What 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 matters? Because we don't wanna get to the point where we begin to destroy it. And now we trying to put it together. Yeah. Let's not get to the point where we destroy something. Now we trying to play, put it together. Let's not do that. Let's heed. Let's, let's listen to the listen to the Holy Spirit now and begin yeah. to get our lives right now, so that we don't have to go through certain things. Yeah. Because it's free will. People ask, "Why did I have to go through this? You had to go through that because you." You did you it. Chose it. You didn't have to. Go. You, you chose, chose it. Free will. You chose that bull crap. Mm-hmm. You chose that bull crap. Yeah. God didn't get you that. You chose that bull crap. Right. You chose it. So you now you now you oh yeah God did it. No, you did it. Right. Yes, that was you. Yeah. Yes, like that was you. God did not put that on you. You did it. You chose to go away from him. You chose to do this. You chose to do that. Mm-hmm. Now you have to pay for the consequences. Now you gotta pay the price. Now you gotta pay for the consequences when God was trying to <laughs> when God was trying to help you. So we 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 gotta we have to really like I don't even like this is the way I see it. Put a picture of your family in front of you. Put a picture of the things that really matter in front of you. Mm-hmm. And, and and see, okay, this is what really matters to me. So this stuff. I can't do. Right. I can't do this if this really matters to me. If 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 I love my wife, I can't do this. If I love God, I can't do this. Right. I can't do this. It's the it we can't we can't have no compromise in our bones. We can't have no compromise in our bones. We can't live with compromise. We can't live with compromise. I don't care what it ha- what it takes. If you right. got to I'm going to give you a tip. Accountability. Have account- somebody you're accountable to. Whether that's your partner, that's that's a given. Um, should be a given. Um, your your friends. You mm-hmm. Trustworthy friends that you can be real with. You should be able to be real with your friends. If you're not, then, you know, check on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You have to pray. Yeah. You have to pray. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. You have to read this word. You have to read this word because we have been reading something else our whole entire, the rest of our whole entire life. We have been reading something else. So now we have to get our minds right. If your mind ain't right, you know, it's going to be hard for you to even walk with the Lord or do what you're supposed to do if your mind ain't right. So this is stuff that we have to do. This is not stuff that, that we can pick and choose. No, we have to do this. If, if, if your goal is this. If your goal is this, then you have to do this stuff. Yeah. It's not we not it's not no religion based. It's not, oh yeah, read your book 66 read 66 chapters today. No. <laughs> if we we do stuff out of love. 
it's not no uh oh yeah dictatorship no we do this out of love mm -hmm. if we love god how we say we love god then we should read his word if we love God, how we say we love God, then we should talk to him. If we love God, if we love love our wives, then we should show that. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, if we don't, then we got to check ourselves. Men, we have to check ourselves. Women, and, and, and true, I take, God gave it to, God gave it to me. I gave yeah. it to us. So that's what we check first. Right. You know, so I. <laughs> got to submit yourself to that. Yeah, you got you to gotta submit yourself to it because God gave it to it for a reason. From from this perspective, let's let's look at this perspective. When the king speaks. You got to obey. Like when the king to when the king speaks and that's what that's the perspective that we have to we have to look at more like. God is loving, God is patient, God is kind. But there's another, I'm not even going to say a hat, there's a crown that he wears that is unmatched. And that's how we need to look at it. Like, stop giving yourself the option to, to disobey. Come on. Disobedience yeah. should not be an option because you know why? The king is speaking. The king is directing, the king is guiding. And back in the day, when the king spoke, you listened or you died. Man. straight up straight up so look at it like that like the king is speaking i must obey don't give yourself a, a an avenue for escape because the king is speaking and let's let's take it a step further when the king speaks if the king decreed that you you needed to be beheaded and you ran they went and they found you just straight up and down like that but God is so gracious because when he speaks and he tells us to do something, we we decide we want to go astray. He chases us, but he's not chasing us to kill us. He's chasing us to love us back. And man. To hold. Like, it's so crazy. But when the king speaks, obey, man. Straight. Just straight man. like that. Straight That's back. a fact. Like, our minds cannot fathom God's love. Like, we really cannot fathom God's love. For real, for real. Like, he's really... Bro, go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Man, we just, oh, my goodness. Like, God loves us so much because, man, I just look and I'm just like, dang, God, you could have strike me down for that. Dang, Literally. God, you could have strike me down for this. Dang, God, you could have strike me down for this. Dang, God, you could have strike yeah. me down for this. But God. But his grace and his mercy. But man. God. But God. And it's through that, the reality of that, that's what causes you to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, because you realize it's not that we take it as, oh yeah, I got a pass. No, mm -hmm. you know, at the end, you keep taking that as a pass. You gonna pay for that? Yes. You keep thinking it's a pass. Oh yeah, it's a pass for my sin. Oh yeah, it's a pass for that. Jesus paid for that. Jesus paid for that. Oh no 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 no, because grace can abound. If you choose to, if you choose to walk that way, he will. Let you go reprobate. Let you be let go to your will completely. And you're going to be messed up. Mm -hmm. So don't take God's love or his grace for like, like as if 
He a punk or something. Don't get it confused. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. If you get it twisted, you ain't read the Old Testament. And even in the New Testament, he's still getting off. Jesus still getting off. Like, Jesus still getting off. So don't take it as if, like, we got passes because we don't. Just because you saved. You ain't got no pass. Man. It's still work to do. You ain't got no pass. So let us not. Oh, yeah, our land, our name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. Okay, keep it there. Yep. Like, we don't even understand. I just keep thinking about this. We don't even understand how God is like an anomaly in, in the space of a king. Like, you disobey a king. That's it. That's it. That's the end of you. But God has like grace to he's 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 blessed us with so much grace, so much mercy, bro. Like we just take it for granted, man. But that's that's what inspires me to like keep going, to keep trying to improve as a believer and keep yeah. and try to improve as a as an evangelist, as a minister, like because I recognize how how much he's graced me with time. The word talks about how life is like a vapor. My vapor could have been out a long time ago, but because of His Man. grace and mercy, I'm still, st- still a vapor in this world. Like it just, it's just crazy to me, man. Yeah. The 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 concept of constant death, like, it's so important, and it's not talked about enough. That's it's a not fact, about bro. Enough. Like, the instructions aren't given enough because that's. Otherwise, if it was, if it was something that was more prevalent in the body, I believe we would be in a better state. That's a fact. But because we don't speak on it, because the constant, the idea of constant self-evaluation can, to some people, when they don't understand the concept as a whole, can feel rigid. And it can feel rigid to people and it can feel like. And it makes them rebel and people are afraid to make people feel that way. But in reality, it's not meant to make you rebel. It's just meant to make you think, meant to yeah. make you like, sharpen you. Yes, to sharpen you, to make you realize like, yo, it's not as easy. It's 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 easy when you give in to submission. Yeah. But it's not as easy when you have a rebellious state of mind. So yeah. we just have to do away with that rebellious state of mind, man, and just submit yeah. to that's so a fact. The process, trust the process. Yeah, even even as you as you talk, I just know like um, just reminded of how Jesus submitted himself to death. Yeah, and how we talk about dying daily, we have to submit ourselves to death, where it's a a submission to death, submission to our will. We have to wake up and literally say, "Not my will, but your will be done." Mm-hmm. God, what is your agenda agenda for today? Where do you need me to be? Mm-hmm. What do you need me to say? What do you need for me to do? What do you need for me to study? What do you need for me to focus on? Where mm-hmm. do you need me to go? Like that's literally us dying, us submitting to him, submitting to the father, submitting to his ways. Us acknowledging him. He says, acknowledge me in all my ways and I will direct your path. So the problem is when you don't acknowledge him, 
you're directing your path and the father's not directing it. And then you run into certain obstacles and then you look into God now. But if you would acknowledge him from the beginning, then you would have seen where to go, what to do. You would have seen your path, your path so clear. So in this, we have to choose to submit and die daily. Like that has to be the slogan. It has to be the motto. It has to be the agenda. We have to die daily, die daily to our feelings, our emotions, because a lot of that is our emotions. And that's really what we have to die to. These feelings, because that's flesh. These feelings, these emotions, we have to die to that. We have to die to that. Them, them emotions, really, real talk. You have to die to them emotions. Yep. Die to them emotions. Like, that's a stronghold. Die to them emotions. Mm-hmm. Don't be governed by your emotions. Don't think that you have to do something because you feel like you feel it. You don't have to do that. Them emotions, you have to die to them. Yep. If it's not pleasing to the Father, then it, it's not helping you. So them emotions, you have to die to. That anger. That stuff, you have to die to it. Yeah. You have to die to it. If you want to please the father. If your goal ain't to please the father, then okay. But Something if your totally goal to please different. if your goal to please the father, then it's a certain way that we gotta move. Yeah. It's a certain way that we have to move. We shouldn't look like the world. In the world, but not of the world. Nice. So for for the people um who've yet who've um yet to come into a relationship with Jesus. I just want to um just say that he is needed. He is needed. Um he is needed and it is necessary. It is necessary for you to have a relationship with Jesus and it's so loving and it's so it's so much better than anything you can think of. It's yeah. so much better. It's like it I it's I can't even compare it to nothing. Like Jesus love is just it's just mind blowing. Like yeah. it's just so it gives you peace, it gives you life, it gives you strength, it gives you everything you need. It's fulfillment in, in Jesus love. So if not, we have to tell you Romans ten nine. Confess with your heart. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And if you do that, you saved. Plain and simple. And that starts this journey. That puts you on the race. Right. But now you have to stay on that path. Yep. That straight and narrow path. And the only way you do that is to submit and die daily. Yeah. Submit to God and die daily. Die, submit. Submit to death. Submit to death. Straight up. Straight like that, though. But we love y'all, man. I want y'all to like, comment, subscribe, bro. And die. Like, yeah, facts. Like, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, and die. Every day. And, and the only way you really can understand is if, if you are of the spirit. Because other than that, you don't think we're telling you to die. You know, but. Facts. <laughs> if you use maturity and, 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 and you, you know, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Die to, to your yourself. Ways. Die to your emotions. Die to your ways. Die. Die to all die that. To all that. Die so that you may live. That's yep. how. Die so you may live. We die so that we can live. That's how I go. 
So we love y'all. We thank y'all for rocking with us. We thank y'all for coming on. We thank y'all yep. for like, sharing, commenting. We ask y'all to, to continue to push, continue to push us, continue to um support. just push us forward, support. So we just thank y'all for just helping us in along in this journey. And we is out of here. We love y'all. Peace. Love y'all. Peace out. Peace, peace, peace.